0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans.
1: We're Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Kyle, to discuss the FSU Relays meet in Tallahassee, Florida, March 25th and 26th. So welcome back.
0: Well, sounds like it's going to be a short episode. All we did was the relays. Time to go home. Let's talk about them.
1: No no no. That's just the name of the meet. The I only know. thing we didn't do was relays. We actually only competed in two relays.
0: What what's so why do you even call it relays at that point?
1: Listen, I don't name things. I'm not in charge.
0: You're supposed to be the track expert on the show. You need to know like the hard information and get to the FSU program and say, look, not only did y'all steal a championship from us, but you can't even name things correctly.
1: Excuse me for not reaching out to their uh Athletic director about this. I,
0: you know, I'm just gonna have to put this as on your on your eval for the year. That's
1: fine. You can take away my job. You can do this from now on. Oh,
0: okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's what I
1: thought. So before we actually get into the meet results, there are a couple of things heading into the FSU relays that I just want us to talk about real quick. Um, A couple of wins for Dante Brown and Dontavious Hill. So last week at the first meet, the Tire Track Classic. Dante Brown posted the nation's top 100-meter time with a time of 10, minute, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10.15 seconds, 10 seconds, 0. 0.15. Um, and then Dontavius Hill cleared 2.213 meters, which is 7 feet 3 inches, in the high jump, which is the highest jump in the country. Now, unfortunately, both of those marks were beaten this week. But starting off in the first week of track and field, Dante and Dontavius were, were the top in each of their respective events, and they earned Conference Athlete of the Week for the SEC because of that.
0: Let me paint the picture this way. So the only way it could have been beaten is if they had actually set the precedent for it to be beaten at this That's point. exactly right. So, look, even though it technically got beaten in, like, what, a matter of a day or something like that? A matter or, of a week. A matter of a week. Like, it's still incredible that they set the mark for the entire nation. Well, and
1: literally... Quite literally, Don Tavius set the bar high.
0: Oh, did you really just drop that dad joke of here? Course. That's, I, I jump.
1: He set the bar high.
0: <sighs> that's, that was easy. That's awful. What, what did this...
1: All of our fans are screaming for that joke. They knew they <laughs> wanted it. And by fans, I mean the one person who listens to us.
0: Well, I'm not proud of you, but I am proud of Dante and Dontavius for not only setting the bar, as you said so, but also getting SEC, you know, uh, Athlete of the Week, you know, for track and field, which I think is... You know, we see a lot yeah. of that. We we see a lot of that in football and basketball and things like that. And we don't get to talk about it a lot in some of these other sports. Just, I mean, equestrian, they just dominate everything. But, um, you know, track and field, we're seeing more and more of these honors that we get to talk about and celebrate during the week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So now we can move on to the FSU relays and some of those meet highlights. If you want Just to the
0: relays. Off. Remember, we're just doing the relays. OK,
1: well, then I guess I have no highlights for you.
0: <laughs> OK, uh, show's over. We're done.
1: All right, why don't you talk about some highlights? All
0: right, the highlights for this meet, and I see exactly what happened here. She wants me to pronounce this brand new name that we have here. this
1: is easy. I
0: can do this. Nils Fisher? Niles. Niles Fisher? Excuse me. Niles Fisher made his Auburn debut and broke the Auburn school record in the men's javelin throw with a throw of 73.69 meters. Hold up. Hold up. Ain't nobody gonna be taking the the shine away from my Kylie Carter. I know this is on the men's side.
1: I was about to say, yo, this is men. I, it don't
0: matter, but uh, we all know who the champion javelin thrower is. No matter what, that is she Kylie can be Carter.
1: For women, but, but Kylie Carter. Okay, because okay.
0: she's got my name. Niles so, similar. Okay, Niles Fisher broke that record on his debut. That's an incredible way yeah. to make your debut as a Tiger. The previous record was held by Justin Carter. We talked about him in the past. And has and was earned at the 2014 SEC Outdoor Championships. So,
1: a 7-year record
0: broken on your debut. Yep. Absolutely incredible.
1: Welcome to Auburn.
0: Cade Antonucci placed second in the javelin throw and Eric Ebel placed third with a PR. We got a sweep. I think that's Should I do that every time we get a sweep now? I like it. No, nah, that's too much work. Can't oh, do that. Sorry. Okay. Dante Brown, as we've already talked about him a little bit, he placed second in the men's 100 meter with a wind-aided time of 10. 10.11 seconds. Hold on. So
1: I want you to think about this. What do you think wind-aided?
0: Running with? with the wind.
1: There you go.
0: That That's actually a thing? Yeah. Really?
1: Because his time was significantly faster. So before, the nation's top time was 10.15, but there was no wind. This is 10.11 Wind-aided.
0: So, here, let me... I'm just trying to process this, because, you know, on this show, I'm usually the color commentator, and I am often the voice of the non-track-and-field traditional fan here. Okay, right. Why would you... Count that. shouldn't you just do what the conditions are because the wind changes so much.
1: It does, but apparently this was significant enough that they had to count it as wind aided.
0: So you don't know like what the bar of significant is or not, like ten oh miles my per God, hour. You're
1: making me feel like such a bad hoe. No,
0: I'm just I'm just curious. This is where my mind goes when I see something cr- like crazy like that. Well, wind aided.
1: You, you can carry the show while I <laughs> Google
0: this. I think it's going to take you a while to look that one up. All right, we'll keep moving along. Caroline Lawrence earned a gold medal in the women's high jump with a season best high of one point seven four. Meters. Kyle Brown placed second in the men's hammer throw with a PR, and Eric Ebel placed third. Kylie Carter, as I mentioned earlier, my girl, placed second in the javelin with a throw of 56.17 meters, and it's the fifth best throw in school history. She's got much more in her to come. And Dontavius Hill and TJ Funches placed second and third in the men's high jump. Funches got a PR by nearly five inches. Is that what that mark means right there? Inches? Five yes. inches? Yes, yeah, okay. Just making sure I had that right. You know me and numbers. We don't do well together. And then your your final highlight before we get in all to the nitty gritty. Matthew Asplin placed second in the pole vaults. So there is a lot of things to celebrate in this uh, events and these meets here.
1: There are. There are quite a lot. I have an answer for you on okay. wind aided times.
0: This is coming straight from the research department right here.
1: At runnersconnect.net. So it's not a .com. So it seems reputable, right?
0: Is, is that a thing? Like is .net more reputable? Yeah. Really?
1: No. <laughs> anyway, you are just very contradictory tonight. No, I was
0: just trying to like, you know, this is my inquisitive mind.
1: So um actually this is from Elite Feet. Um a wind of one point nine meters per second is legal.
0: Oh wow. Anything
1: God. above that so 2.1 meters per second is too much assistance, and it would be counted as a wind-aided time.
0: Well, this would make sense with the storms that unfortunately rolled through the southeast this week. I'm sure it was, whether it was before or after the storm, the wind coming in probably. What is
1: the what is the, the thing called? Windsock. Barometer
0: Barometer would be the air pressure. Oh. But yeah, that has to do with storms and stuff what like that. What is that
1: thing that, it's not called a windsock. Yeah,
0: windsock, like an airfield It measures where the wind's going. Not but how, measures, does it, but how
1: does it measure how many meters per second oh, the wind is? okay. Hits? How about this?
0: We're going to put it to our listeners, because I know there's a few of you out there at least. Uh, can you tell us what Jessica's thinking of here? What measures the wind and air speed, if that's what you're thinking of? Yeah,
1: that is what I'm thinking of, because, yeah, how did we know that this was an aided time, or we're just going, woo, that wind is fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I was not ready for, woo, that was fast. Can <laughs> I... Just, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, Coach Spry, can we please hire Jessica to just come out to the field with a microphone at the beginning of every track meeting at Auburn, put her finger, you know, lick her finger, put it in the wind, and go, woo, that's fast. All right. Wind-aided.
1: <laughs> wind-aided. Got it.
0: That's the title of this show.
1: <laughs> woo, that wind is fast. Take it. We're
0: changing to wind-aided, not tiger tracks anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm not mad at that, actually. It's
0: not bad, actually.
1: Wind-aided. All right. Let's go to some real What goals. a
0: tangent. What a tangent.
1: I mean, do we ever not go on tangents? No. Nah. Okay, can't think of it. <laughs> let's Let's start off some real results, the, all the results, not just the highlights. So starting with the men's 100 meter dash, we had Dante Brown getting second out of 13 athletes with his wind aided time of 10.11 seconds. Brandon Smiley, seventh place, 10.63 seconds, and Jason Reese, Eighth place with a time of ten point six five seconds.
0: That's the first time this uh, outdoor season for Brandon and Jason uh, got exactly the same as he did last time. While we got, which to...
1: unfortunately this is the wind aided time, therefore it would be a smidge slower.
0: True by definition of what we just understood. So. Right. You know, I was trying to build him up and say he was consistent, but then you just dragged Jason down. So no, I'm
1: not dragging anybody down. I'm just. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. Jason, I stuck up for you, man. You've acknowledged that I don't know what I'm talking about two times already on this (laughs) show. So here we are. For the men's 400-meter dash, we only had one competitor. Eric Brown placed 15th out of 17 athletes with a time of 49.27 seconds.
0: Well, as appropriate as it would be, we'll talk about the relays early. The men's 4x400 relay. We had the four competitors in this for the men. Dante Brown, Eric Brown, Giovanni Murray, and Brandon Smiley. They got 6th out of 11th. Um, competitive teams there at a time of three minutes seventeen point three seconds. Yeah, I'm not next. bad. I'm fairly impressed with that result. I,
1: I am too because typically, let's be honest, Auburn does not have the best relay teams except for the four x one. They they had a pretty good run for four by one. That's
0: when Sean Shivers was there too. Correct. He's probably not going to be there. And
1: what's his face? Uh, what's his face? The other footballer. Uh, hang on, hang on.
0: Anthony Schwartz. He wasn't running.
1: Hang on. But he
0: wasn't running relays though. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He was only a sprinter.
1: Okay, I'm just going to stop the show and let Kyle be host because now I've been wrong three times. I, it's
0: just I can correct you on the football things because I know about that. So anyway, but the relay did really well. Um I, I'm actually shocked that they did as well as they did in this first appearance. All right, the men's one uh, hundred and ten meter hurdles. Alex Spyridonidis got tenth out of sixteen competitors, and then David was right behind him in eleventh place. Alex's t- uh, time was fifteen point oh seven seconds. And David's was 15.32 seconds.
1: So moving on to the men's 400-meter hurdles, our one competitor, Caden Seal, he placed third out of three athletes because these people got smart this time. There are only three people that could do this. They
0: listened to you on the last Honestly, episode. Honestly,
1: this is the hardest event. So, Caden, you have all the mad props. He got a time of 54.57 seconds, which is faster than his time last week by, what, 1.3 seconds? Yeah, that's a
0: pretty significant yeah, clip there. that's
1: awesome. So good job to him. And next, we've got the men's high jump. We had Dontavious Hill place second with a jump of 2.12 meters and TJ Funches with the same jump placing third, which just means that, remember, that means Dontavious cleared that height more times than TJ did.
0: Absolutely. And Dontavious got better than his last jump in the last meet. And then, uh, oh, yes, he did. Oh, he got lower than that. Excuse me. I had my numbers mixed up there. TJ, however, improved on his jump. Correct. So love to see that. Improved
1: by five inches, remember. That's
0: a pretty significant. That's a
1: huge (laughs) improvement. So um, next up we have men's pole vault finals. We had Matthew Asplund play second out of four competitors with a vault of 4.9 meters.
0: There's some low numbers, like, in terms of competitors in some of these events so far. Three and four. Yeah, this
1: is a pretty small meet overall.
0: Interesting, because we've typically known the Florida State Relays to be a pretty big one.
1: Yep. Coronavirus hit us all.
0: You think so? Or could have been with the storms that maybe rolled through. Maybe scared some people away from traveling. I don't
1: think so. But I just mean, like, coronavirus last year, like, most people, you know, they didn't have an outdoor team, so maybe they're rebuilding this year. Like, you know, I don't mean people are sick right now, I just mean that Dragonfield
0: is different. Hey, Auburn family. We're going to take a quick breather from this episode to bring you an important message. One of the most well-known things about Auburn fans is how loyal they are. And we show that loyalty by the colors that we wear. Let us help you stock up on those colors by going over to our tpublic.com store. There you'll find a variety of merchandise geared towards designs based on E2C Network and Auburn content. While Tee Public is known for their t-shirts, they have a wide selection of merchandise options for you to select one of these designs to be put on. They also have other types of apparel, stickers, mugs, and much more. Here's the beauty of it. Your purchase will help support this network and the content that we regularly produce. The purchase will also go to support independent artists who put a lot of hard work into designing these concepts, especially for you, the Auburn family. And did I mention that they regularly have sales t-shirts for $13? You have to be kidding me. If you're ready to explore your purchase options, head on over to tpublic.com store e 2 c network You can also get there by going to our website at e2cnetwork.com slash support. Now that you've got some options to suit up for game day, let's head back into this episode. All right, long jump for the men. We've got three competitors out of 11 total. Um, Alex is led the way with fourth place, a jump of 7.39 meters. John Murray, 10th out of the 11, 6.33 meters. And then David brought up the end of the pack there in 11th place, 6.26 meters. The shot put Adam Strauff, 8th out of 11. With a, t- uh, excuse me, a throw of 17.26 meters. So a little bit further this time yeah. for him by 0.03 meters.
1: And I do think it's interesting. So this is the first time any of our Auburn men have competed in outdoor for the long jump. And we had three competitors this time.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know why that is, why you wouldn't yeah. do it in the last time. Because I'm sure there was a long jump event.
1: Oh, of course. That's just a given. Duh. <laughs> okay. So moving on to the men's hammer throw. We had Kyle Brown placing second out of four. With a throw of sixty-five point zero eight meters, Eric Ebo placing third with a throw of sixty point three five meters, and Kyle Moyson placing fourth with a throw of fifty-six point seven three meters. So two, three, four.
0: Yeah, it's all. It's I mean, to be as... fair, there's
1: only four athletes, so. I,
0: but still, though, I mean, the fact that you know we swept that in in one sense, maybe.
1: Sure, I was
0: trying to build it into something better and it didn't work. I
1: mean, we did have 75% of the competitors, so
0: this is true. It's a very odd meet with the numbers that are here, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, so next up, we had the men's javelin. We've already talked about Niles, Niles Fisher placing first out of eight competitors with a throw of seventy-three point six nine meters. Then Kate Antonucci placing second with a throw of seventy point nine seven, and Eric Ebel with that third place finish with a throw of sixty-two point one three meters.
0: This is the complete sweep. There, first, there you go. Second. And third. Good job. With eight total competitors, too.
1: There you go. It is interesting, though. I mean, look at the difference between Cade and Eric. So 70.97 meters, and then third place was 62 meters.
0: Where have we been uh, hiding, Niles, over here? Like, where has he been?
1: Well, he was in Germany, and then he went to some little college, Appling? Appling?
0: Appalachian State? No. No? Nothing? I've never heard of anything after that. And then he
1: transferred to Auburn last year, and then here we are.
0: We didn't get to see him last year because of all the coronavirus Corona. stuff. Nice to see him, though, in action. He's uh, made a big debut for himself. Obviously, yes. All right, the last throwing event and the last overall event for the men. Kyle Moison and Alex Fyridonis in the men's discus throw. Kyle got 7th out of 11 competitors with a throw of 48.37 meters. And then Alex got 10th out of 11th. Uh, Eleven competitors with a throw of forty one point four zero meters. That's Alex's first throw on the year in outdoor competition, and this is the second throw for Kyle, and he actually got a little bit less than this one. Would you consider that a big drop off? Nah, no, not not that much. Not that dis- much. okay.
1: Would you think? Do you think Alex is trying to go out for like the pentathlon or the heptathlon or something?
0: I feel like he did that last season or whatever. I mean,
1: he's. Doing a lot of different events here.
0: I mean, I think that's probably, or if he's not thinking it, maybe Coach Spry is thinking. Let's yeah. see how he does in some of these other events. Spread him out a little bit, and maybe throw him into the fire at the end of the Literally season. Literally, throw. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's your second bad joke, bad dad joke, bad dad
1: joke. That's right. gonna be my new Twitter handle, bad dad jokes. Mm. Well, already taken.
0: Probably. All right. We'll start off the women for you here with the women's 100-meter dash, two competitors total out of 15 that competed in this. Uh, Sarah Little got 11th out of 15 with a run of 12.25 seconds. And then Hope Igbenogany, there she is. We love saying that name. 12th out of 15th with a time of 12.26 seconds.
1: Kyle, do you want to tell people what you thought her name was pronounced?
0: Igbenogene.
1: That's. Bar Kyle.
0: But listen, it's just my southern accent, my southern way of like you know enunciating things. Ig Benja Gene, Ig <laughs> To
1: be fair, Ig is phonetically correct too.
0: It is, it is. It's just not the way my mind processed it the first time I saw Noah's name. I was like, oh, Ig jean no. and the people were like, oh, Kyle, no, no. Literally, I'm yeah. happy we get to talk about one of them. So oh, still, because one of them's off in the NFL doing big things.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, moving on to the women's 200-meter dash, there are actually 28 competitors here. Don't know where they all came from.
0: Everybody else in the meet was here. (laughs)
1: Literally. So, we had Nia Benton Andrews placing 8th with a time of 24.26 seconds, an improvement from her last meet. Um, Destiny Charles placing ninth with a time of 24.34. And Tyler Colbert with a 15th place finish and a run of 24.79 seconds. So, moving on to the women's 1500-meter or... Close enough to the women's mile. We had Frances Patrick. This is her first time competing in the 1500 meter. She placed 10th out of 28 competitors. So I'm guessing everybody that ran the 200 then ran the mile. Ha ha, it's a joke. Hmm. But she placed, like I said, 10th with a time of 4 minutes, 44.34 seconds.
0: It looks like everybody in the meet basically competed in these two events. Literally.
1: <laughs> like, where did y'all come from? But... Whatever. Well, it
0: could be one team only brought their runners and not their, you know, some of their other athletes that they would do in other events. Could have been what happened there. All right, let's move right along to the 100 meter hurdles. Jessica loves running and jumping. Mm. Natasha Jordan was our lone competitor, ninth out of 11 competitors with a run, of four, a run and a jump, yeah. <laughs> 14.18 seconds. That's
1: so amazing. I mean, Kyle, we couldn't even run 100 meters in 14 seconds, let alone launch ourselves over things.
0: It is. Now, granted for her, this is a little bit of a step back from her previous uh, performance yeah. at the last meet, but we've seen better from her and we expect better, and so we'll probably see that later on. It would on. take
1: me 14 seconds to clear one hurdle. I think it would probably take me longer Honey,
0: you got to clear it first. I don't think that you can do that.
1: I'm saying I'd have to stop, pick my leg up. I don't, I
0: don't know that you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to steal the relays from you again. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll leave one for you. I'll do the women's 4x100 relay. The four competitors for Auburn here were Tyler Colbert, Nia Benton-Andrews, Destiny Charles, and Myra Mack. They got fourth out of fifth, uh, so they didn't get last place. 45.96 seconds was their time on that relay.
1: Definitely. So, my favorite event, the 4x400 for the women. We had Nia Bitten Andrews, Tyler Colbert, Destiny Charles, and Myra Mack placed eighth out of 10 with a time of 3 minutes, 54.7 seconds.
0: So, proportionally, they placed the exact same. Literally. Like, just, you know, you double the competitors, but they still, you know, 4th and then 8th. You know, it's it's just and interesting. you do realize
1: they had the exact same relay teams. In yeah, just I, different I, orders. I
0: just noticed that, too. So, yeah. at least they're consistent in both events. And
1: it is so funny to me. If... If what was published on the um, track and field results website is accurate, it's just funny that Destiny, no, that Tyler, Destiny, and Myra, no, 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 sorry, Kyle keeps scrolling the screen, (laughs) Destiny and Myra both had their same place. They were both third and fourth. Mm -hmm. It was Naya and Tyler that swapped out between first and second leg. That's interesting. It is interesting, which makes me wonder if Tyler is faster coming out of the blocks And that's why they put her first. Mm -hmm. Because think, second leg of the four by one, you're not in blocks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Obviously a a coaching decision. I wonder if that decision was made after the first event too, or if it was like made going in to the event.
1: I would think you make it going in because that's where you practice handoffs and everything. And you You have have to to practice with your specific relay, like the person that you're going to get the baton from and give to.
0: And when you come to a meet, don't you have to register for the events and your competitors and all that kind of stuff too?
1: Yeah. I mean, for sure. But I I don't know how strict it is in college with what leg, who runs what leg at the relay.
0: Yeah, I'm just curious as to why that was like when that actual switch happened there. Yeah, not sure. All right, jumping events, the actual jumping events. The women's high jump, Kamaya Dindi got second out of nine competitors with her jump of 1.74 meters, followed up by Allison Tanner, who got fifth out of nine with a jump of 1.64 meters meters so an improvement for the high jump for Kamaya in this event as compared to the last time yeah the long jump now we've got three to talk about 19 competitors total in this natasha jordan leads the way in ninth place with a jump of 5.79 meters followed by imani jones in 16th 5.54 meters and then sarah little 18th place 5.24 meters was her jump total
1: Now, moving on to the triple jump, we had Imani Jones placing 5th out of 7 competitors with a jump of 11.95 meters. And Janiah Jones placing 7th with a jump of 11.45 meters. So, next up, we've got the throwing events, which Kyle loves. Mm. The women's shot put, we had Tori McKinley placing ninth out of 17 competitors. Another big... Big competition, um, 14.65 meters for her, and Kiera McCarroll placing 13th with a throw of 13.40 meters. So
0: something I want to point out here, because we talked about this last episode, Tori in the first meet of Outdoor, we kind of talked about maybe she placed a little bit lower than we expected of her. Mm-hmm. You can see, in ter- obviously, the competition's different, different situations, different times, all that. We get that. But just look how much she rose up in terms of she's in the top half of the competitors right. here. She has a big, and what I would say is a big improvement in her throw there.
1: 1.13 meter improvement. So
0: well over a meter extra on top of what she did last time. So I like seeing this trajectory, and this gives me a lot of hope for what Tori's going to do coming forward. Absolutely. All right. Keep throwing things here. I'll round us out for all the women's throwing events. We got the discus throw first. Jocelyn Budwig got fifth out of 10 competitors with a 50.14 meter throw. Tori McKinley, eighth out of 10th with a four, uh, 41.18 meter throw as well. Now the hammer throw, Jocelyn Budwig again, fourth out of six competitors with a throw of 54.53 meters, followed up by Danielle Gregory, sixth out of six competitors. Her throw was 47.12 meters. And now I get to talk about my favorites. In all of the track and field teams, just simply because she's got a similar name to me. Kylie Carter gets second out of 10 competitors, 56.17 meter throw for her, followed up by Ashley Carter, who we, which we figured out by deductive reasoning was not related to her. I think Correct. is what we, we figured that out. Sixth out of 10 competitors, 47.06 meters. So a big improvement for Kylie on this one as compared to last time. Her trajectory is going to keep going up and up, and I'm expecting more golds out of her.
1: Absolutely. So Auburn does not have any breaks so far in outdoor. They are just killing it back to back to back. So next up is April 2nd and 3rd. They will return to Florida, this time to Gainesville, Florida, for the Florida Relay. Oh,
0: so we're just doing relays again. Yeah, just that went by really quickly, didn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so we I, will see.
0: I really like the fact that they're staying in Florida. It kind of makes me wish I was them because I wish I could. They're scared. having
1: to go back and forth.
0: But you're going to Florida, though. I mean, Yuck. Like, yeah You swamp went
1: swamp gators and bugs. Closer to the beach, humidity. Closer to Disney World. Yuck! I'll stay in Georgia. Oh my gosh! All right, so that's all we have for this edition of Tiger Tracks. Thank y'all for joining us. War Eagle.
0: War Eagle.